and welcome to another episode of Sunday School at Modern Mystic Shop. My name is Kelly Knight and I am your host and Modern Mystic Shop owner. Sometimes, we'll take that back all the time, I feel so lucky that we get the most incredible teachers and presenters and this week in particular, Darshna Patel is such a fucking badass when it comes to all of this stuff, when it comes to just some of, just not some of, all of the things that she says are unique to her and it's channeled information that you will not be likely to hear elsewhere. She is really a trailblazer in this industry and it's not sort of regurgitating the same sort of stuff you've heard time and time again. And she's hit some really resonant truths. And so I'm just so excited and I feel so honored every time she comes to talk to you guys because she is just the top of the top in this industry. And like I said, she's truly gifted and she is bringing through such powerful and novel information. So um, this is her class on interdimensional living. You never know what she's going to say. It's just so in the flow. So I don't want to give too much of it away. So just buckle up and tune in. And I recommend sort of in this case in particular, receiving the download. Like that's what she's up to is she's she's like giving you these downloads of information that sometimes it might not even make sense in the moment, but it's sort of lodged in your aura and it'll come in and land when it's ready. So just be open to listening and receiving all of the information she has to say. Of course, always use your own discernment, right? But just be open and receptive and see what lands and what sticks with you. Without further ado, the badass, the one and only Darshna Patel, Interdimensional Living. Hi, everyone. Thank you, Kirsten. Thank you to the modern mystic, Grace and Kelly Knight and Brandon for really creating the space for us to connect in these really amazing ways, right? Through some trippy times of being human right now. You guys experiencing the trippiness of being human? Thank you so much for being here, especially with the rain. We're going to harness all of this free radical energy that's getting charged up in the uh, atmosphere right now. I'm an energy intuitive, so I'm going to capture all that energy and we're going to really harmonize and refine our vibrations today, okay? Some of you I know, some of you I don't know. So first of all, thank you so much for like jumping in and being here today and not knowing what to expect on this topic of interdimensional, multidimensional living. What the hell is that? And that's what we're going to explore today, that everything is just vibration. It's energy in motion, right? Emotion, intuition. Look at all those ION words. They're processes of energy. And we don't even realize and recognize recognition, recognition. We're unaware that Every thought is patterning energy in this awesome energy field. Everything comes from a source vibration, the union, the union, the ohm. We call it in this domain. Welcome in this domain, this density. So your brains might be going WTF right now. So just breathe into that. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the capital Y-O-U, the vibrational essence of who you are as this human form. Everything exists on a spectrum of essence to form, right? So in this beautiful space here, there's some high vibes. Yeah, you walk in here and you're like, some of you might get tingly, some of you might get a little cathartic because things get kind of shaken up when you might touch particular stones, right? My hands are starting to vibrate because the collective energy in here is gonna amp up. My job is to harmonize and amplify so that we each as individuals 
can be on this amazing journey of progressive self-actualization. We're not here to live a half-lived life. If you're living a half-lived life, that's why you're probably here today at the modern mystic, part of the, the mystic land of misfits, right? I mean, we're kind of misfits in our lives, kind of the weird ones. You guys the weird ones? <laughs> or you're the newly awakened weird ones? You're having some intuitive experiences, perhaps? Anyone? Yeah, you're having synchronicity, synchronization, when we're aligned with our flow of essence, our unique pulsation, our unique vibration. You see, everything in creation has its own unique vibrational signature, its own pulsation that makes you uniquely you in all of creation. Everything has to have its own unique vibrational essence or pulsation, rhythm. The is, the is not. Everything is nothing but rhythm. That's why we love music. That's why we love sound healing. Everything is vibration. The is, the is not. Coming from a source creative force, the union, the union of creation itself is nothing but vibration. Energy has no meaning. It's meaningless. We put the meaning in it through our cognition. Look at the etymology of every ION word. I'm going to make you mad today with these ION words. Every ION word, I encourage you, look at the etymology of every ION word. Cognition, cognite, how we know, how we know the essence of this charge of pulsation of light. The essence that creates this form is nothing but on a spectrum of pure vibration to what we consider is more dense, lower vibrational form. But each of us are nothing but light beings. We're nothing but what we consider physical form is nothing but a perception of vibration. So lighten up, right? We forget. We get up here. The cognition is distorting. It's creating a distortion, shaping our perception, percept-ion, of this source vibration, the unique vibrational flow of creation of which you are transmitting your own unique vibrational signature that makes you uniquely you and all of creation. And then you meet your twin flame, and you're like, one and the same, right? And that's the melting into that source recognition, that recognition, the recognition of the union, the union, where you just kind of melt away. And you get that sense of unification. Back to the origination, the origin at ion is the manifestation capacity of this unique essence of this sound of ohm. No two sounds make that sound ohm. It is the pulsation. No religion attached to that. It's a sound. Any religion, religion is to bind. That's binding a particular perspective of how we then interpret that source vibration. So there's no judgment. It just is what it is. But then when we start to transcend our own recognition of how we interpret that light through that perceptive filter, that cognitive impression, that is nothing but a belief. It's an arrangement of light. So everything has its own unique vibrational pulsation or signature which creates this beautiful configuration of energy, right? You guys into um, sacred geometry? Many of you are recognizing the power of sound to actually create configurations of energy. So if everything is vibration, sound is creating these unique configurations of energy. So you think a thought, it's emitting, it's transmitting, there's a transmission of energy. Imprinting, there's an impression in your unique vibrational field of energy, your beautiful vibrational, field of your beingness, your essence that we then consider as form, but you're carrying around these beautiful energetic fields, right? You walk into a room, 
And you're filling that room with your presence. And you might be absorbing other people's information, informant ion. All we're doing is ex exchanging particles of light in every moment. And it's going through this cognitive filter, the cognition, how we interpret. There's an interpretation of that vibration. So there's this belief in our field of energy through which we're viewing and experiencing the world, even though it's just a hologram, right? It's an impression of the mind. It's really not out there. It's in here. And that's why we all have our own truth and our own virtual reality, if you will. And then, so every belief, every thought is patterning this resonant field of energy, this beautiful field of energy. And then we throw emotion into the mix. Emote ion, we're emitting a charge of energy. And boom, that thought then becomes this more denser thing. And then we keep thinking that thought over and over and over and over again, denser and denser and denser. Remember, everything is constantly in motion. So your unique vibrational field it's constantly resetting. It is a matrix to me of ones and zeros. Everything is just simply a recursive pattern based on your thinking process, and then you're emitting an emotion, which is then creating either more of that thought and that resistance. Cognition is a resistance to that natural flow of energy. Either you're in flow or you're resisting flow. When you're in flow, you're progressively self-actualizing because then you're tapped into your higher self, and you're getting intuition, intuit ion. You forgot it's following me? So now is an amazing time to be human because we're reawakening this potential now to know what we're feeling. There's hundreds of feelings. And then every feeling is giving an impulse, the I impulse. It's giving and emitting a charge of energy that's taking that perceptive pattern, that cognition, and it's making it more solid. Or when we start to transcend limiting beliefs, please come in. When we start to transcend limiting beliefs, it starts to dissolve. There's a dissolution of that pattern of thinking. And that's liberation. We're liberating that charge of energy that no longer serves us. How's that sound? So as we're sitting here, let's harness that energy of this wonderful atmosphere, the ionosphere, right? And we're going to take that energy and imagine that you're just nothing but a configuration, a beautiful configuration of light. So as you're breathing, don't forget to breathe. That's the essence that's putting the energy into this form. So as you're breathing, it's an opportunity to connect with that vibrational, that spiritual energy, and actually allow it to flow through the body to reset and restore and release what you don't want to carry around anymore. You guys feel heavy from life? Energetically heavy, imbalanced. Feel it. Because now it's an amazing time to transmute it. And the transmutation of this energy is simply a different thought. When you stop thinking it or when you alter your relationship to that thought based on your emotional charge, your impulse that's keeping that thought, that belief skewing your flow of reality, you have an opportunity to simply witness the resolution, the resolute ion that lets that belief go away. I'm not worthy. One of the core beliefs many of us carry, sometimes subconsciously, that loves to sit there subconsciously and pulsate, and then because it's so old, it's dense. We may not see it, or sometimes we do. So that dense energy is then skewing your natural resonant frequency, your core pulsation vibration, and then you wonder why you can't manifest what you want to manifest in life. 
Because we got pollution in our energy field, pollute ion. We're carrying like pig pen around here. Right? You know what I'm talking about with that big dust cloud. It's just free radical energy. It's just old stuff we don't need anymore. Please come in. Hi. So now's an awesome time as you're breathing to allow that resonant flow of breath to simply reset what you don't want to carry anymore. You're in a shop of crystals. And for those of you at home, you know there is no time and space anyway. You can capitalize on the energy we have going on in here. Time and space doesn't exist, right? It's still an impression of the mind. It's a creation that consciousness dreamed up because it got bored and it said, I'm one vibration. How about if I expand? How about if I create another so I get to experience myself? So we're all one and the same. You see, society, civilization, civil at ION, I think we can make it a little more civil now that we're all waking up, right? Civilization is nothing but a system, like a car, like your body, this wonderful organic system. A system, I would say, is not a sum of its parts. It's a sum of its parts interactions, interact ions interactions. Start looking at the ION words and chopping them up in different ways and you'll see. So systems are not a sum of its parts, it's a sum of its parts interactions. You could put the parts of the vehicle together but it's how they interact that get the car to go. How does your body all of a sudden become animated from all these cells that are actually one, un one type of cell in the beginning and then based on its vibrational pattern it gets assigned a role. It might be an eye cell. It might be something in your digestive tract. But every cell is actually the same to begin with. And then it's, it's resonance that gives us its form, fit, and function. What if, what if we took this a step further and thought about evolution as each of us may be a cell in civilization? And we're each, got a, we have a specific function, right? Nature is very, very intelligent. And that's one thing when you start working with subtle energy, you realize the intelligence of this conscious field of energy. We ain't got to do anything but show up and be as aligned and clear and free as we can be in that moment. And then magic starts to happen. Things flow through us. The synchronicities happen. You're like, dude, I just said that. That was brilliant. What did that? You guys having those moments of brilliant, like, aha? I just solved all the answers, all, all, the, all the questions, a quest done, and the resolution. The solution always arrives when we ask the question. You guys vibing with me so far? All right, cool. So with every exhale, just imagine you're letting go of what you no longer need. This is an amazing space to really reset, okay? So just every exhale, chance to let go of what you no longer need. Before I move any further, any questions, anything coming up? I have one rule, please feel free to move about the cabin. Some people do feel energy and if you feel like you need to move or stand in the back, by all means, like just please make yourself comfy if you wanna sit on the floor. Always organic. That's number one in this evolution that we're going through right now. Perhaps recognizing that we're all cells in the human civilization and each of us has this unique pulsation for a reason because nature knows how to orchestrate the evolution of humanity into this now common heartbeat. We're moving, we're transcending, we're actually evolving and that's why we see all this chaos and destruction. Within the space of confusion becomes reorganization to a higher order, a higher complexity of problem solving. 
So if you guys are feeling a lot of confusion in your life, great, you're in the right place. Because we're reorganizing, we're actually evolving. Some of you might feel it physically. There's some ups and downs physically. Some people think you're cray-cray, you don't know who you are moment to moment. Like your identity is just like, who am I? How awesome is that? Because as your cognitive structures begin to deteriorate, deterioration, and you let those old cognitive patterns go, Every moment you get to self-author, you could be a new you every moment. People might think you're weird until they start doing it because you're just in the flow of what is invited to show up in that moment so that you can be you in this entire orchestration of civilization on this awesome organism that we're standing on that we call Earth. It just dawned on me that she's a conscious being. Like, I kind of got that, but now I really got She's a conscious being. The ground we walk on is a conscious being. And we're like parasites on that being. But we're participating in its evolution as well. So then we step back and we go, it's not just me. It's not just egocentric. It's not just ethnocentric. It's not just even national-centric. Notice the national boundaries are all getting questioned right now. It's not even world-centric as a human civilization. Now we're including all the animals and the plants and people are talking extraterrestrials and black holes and all this new information and knowledge is really coming out. So we're going from world-centric to now an entire planet-centric and then the invitation is now to be a universal being as we tap into this co-creative force of this divine intelligence, this vibrational field of interconnection. Because civilization is not a sum of its parts, it's a sum of its parts interactions. And what's interacting is this charge of energy, the ion, for lack of a better word. It's in our vocabulary, let's use it. So right now, what are we feeling as a civilization is a point of saturation. We don't know how to process all the energy, all the in-format ion, the information, this nervous system that's even in the palms of our hands. These mobile devices are intelligence. If we learn to use it, we could harmonize our energy to actually evolve the species with positive information and information sharing. That doesn't come from the mind. It uses the mind, but it's energized from the intelligence of the heart. So as we're moving into this next phase of evolution, it's one that is not egocentric, but it uses the ego and the uniqueness of self-expression. See, when you're self-expressed, there's not depression. Expression, depression. All these ION words will have two sides of a polarity. And then we just get to see it as a dance between these two sides. That's quite liberating, because sometimes we're going to be depressed, and we go, why am I depressed? I'm feeling pretty heavy. Oh, because I'm not expressing myself in this way. So now we follow the burning yearning of the soul, the, spire, the spirit, the inspiration, the inspiration. The inspiration is that divine spark that says, you're resonating now. Here's your download. You know what to do. You can manifest anything you want. You can be, do, and have anything you want. We've been hearing that for years. But what's been distorting that is this recognition, the recognition that we are vibrational beings and that every thought and every emotion is working in harmony to skew our perception until we elevate. There's an elevation, there's an expansion, there's an invitation to question how we know what we know. Why are we wired the way we're wired? 
And you don't even get to have to get caught in the narration, the story of the journey of your life to this point. Narrate ion. Narrate is to tell. You're telling every particle of your light moment by moment by moment. You're regurgitating, regurgitation, the same pattern. And in that awesome field of energy that's constantly in motion, you're playing the same story. So then all it takes is a little tiny disruption, a disrupt ion, a tiny disruption where you go, now I'm going to choose a different thought. In this moment, I'm going to feel a little looser about that belief that I'm not worthy or that nobody loves me or whatever pattern might be going on, I can't do this. Just a tiny disruption creates new action and sets in motion a call out to the universal field that says, that says, I'm gonna create a change. I'm gonna be a catalyst for change because we wanna look externally for the change to happen in our lives, but what if it's all within us? What if we are the ones we're waiting for? Like Gandhi said, we are the ones we're waiting for because collectively we have the resonance to actually stand up a new earth. Because remember, it's all thought patterns anyway. I posit that if we changed our thought patterns and we cleaned up our emotional field to be one of positivity, to be one of love, to be one that seeks harmony, not unity, but harmony, like musical scales, like music that comes together to create anew. If we each owned and became accountable for our unique vibrational essence, and we allowed that to be as expressed as we could, we would begin to work as a holistic civilization, as cells in the human body, the humanity's body, the collective civilization. Is that making sense? So again, breathe. Just let it flow. So we're at a really interesting point in our expansion because what's happening right now on Earth, let's zoom out for a moment. We're going through a major, major cycle of evolution from a cosmic perspective. So what's happening is we're moving through now or what's being accessed is a greater vibrational potential. So we've been, let's say we've been operating at a particular frequency, right? But we know the Earth's resonance, the Schumann resonance has been increasing for those of you who track things like that. Science may not know why, what matters that the Earth is vibrating at a higher rate now, but what that's doing, it's elevating the energy through all the energy around the planet, right? So as that's happening, it's opening up new levels of information, configuration, patterns. Imagine you're a musician, you're playing the piano, and all of a sudden, what you see is piano has extra octaves available. So there are new octaves becoming available in this expansion of energy that is now descending upon the earth or coming through the earth. And so now we have more information, more patterning that we can create new manifestations with. It's like a composer now having more keys to create with. But we have to understand that we have to harmonize all the distortions or many of the distortions that are polluting the collective vibration right now because we've hit that point of saturation. So what the invitation is now is for each of us to be accountable, to transmutate what's not working in life, for us to clean up our thoughts, for us to allow ourselves to express emotion in a constructive way so that it dissipates. 
So as that happens, it liberates greater potential for us to now co-create, not as simply individuals, but now how we co-create as an individual in the collective space of humanity. And it's a simple reset in terms of no longer being attached emotionally to our old narrative. As we let the narrative go, it literally dissipates the energy and it invites a clarity. A lot of people go, I don't know who I am, or my head got really quiet. It's almost being trippy because of the sense of clarity and alignment. When you start resonating, have you guys felt that maybe when you're meditating or when you're doing things you love, you're in that zen, that flow, right? You guys know athletes get this all the time, runners, people who just, you're immersed in what you love doing. That immersion creates that alignment where you're not thinking. You're just flowing because that divine source knows what you're about and what you're wired for, and it's going to have you do it to your maximal potential in your own unique expressive way, your unique expression. When people are doing what they love and they're wired to do that, they're singing their song. That's why we go see concerts, because people are up there being their full selves, and we want a piece of that. So imagine if all of us really owned and became accountable to be that brilliance that we're wired to be. It's infectious. And then we could capitalize on this collective energy to elevate our conversation. Remember, everything is information, inform at ion. All we're doing right now is exchanging light particles. How your brain perceives it is uniquely your interpretation. It's your perception. It's nothing but light particles. So as we allow the information to flow and not really process it up here, but feel it in the heart, it opens up a brand new resonance of information that's available. So, you know, a lot of us know a little bit about the chakras, the chakra system, the energy framework. So imagine the information that we've been processing has been pretty low bandwidth. Some of us, you know, kind of ride third eye or we tap in every now and then. But now imagine the body is awakening its full potential to know how to interpret the information at deeper and deeper levels. So it's beyond the five senses and now it becomes an intuitive leaning in where there's more information actually available when we're communicating. And when you notice the mind intercepts and wants to gnaw on a thought, just kind of soften and let it go and just see what happens. Surrender to that flow of information and you'll begin to awaken to a deeper connection with whom you're talking to. There's a new flow that begins to open up where there's less of the resistance of thinking and then as that clarity, that alignment, that flow really begins to hit, we're now using the mind to respond in a very deliberate, a very intentional a very directed and guided way. So the, the, the noise of the brain, that voice in the head, isn't polluting our energy field, but now we're using the higher consciousness, the vibrational essence of who we are, to repattern the thoughts, to direct the thoughts, to use the capacity of this amazing vibrational machine to now capitalize on that, harness that energy, unify it with the emotional charge from the heart, and we literally can manifest individually and collectively what we seek to cre create. It's a time of co-creation now, where it's not just about the individual. 
And that's why community becomes so important because we get to harmonize our energy. We get to share our stories. We get to be vulnerable and transparent. We get to learn what compassion is, compass ion. That, the word compassion is used all the time. And we don't really have a definition, not a common definition that transcends religion. Let's look at it from a vibrational perspective. Compass, you're navigating to the charge of energy and you're saying, wow, you really seem upset. Tell me what's going on or hey, can I be of support? So now we're just engaging the empathic resonance, the resonancing of the emotional charge that may exist in the field and we're orienting to it in the saturated field and we're saying, how can I alleviate? How can I help express what another may be feeling, or more importantly, what I'm feeling, the self-empathy, the self-resonance, resonance is coming back to your core pulsation and vibration. If we all just cleaned up our own fields, life would be a lot easier, because we're not projecting. The projection is simply the action of us taking what is subconscious or unknown to us, and we're putting it out there so that our own consciousness can awaken to our own patterns. That's why we have all those lovely people in our lives that love to push our buttons. You guys don't have those people? Because it becomes an awesome mirror for us to awaken to what is incomplete within us, what is seeking to be resolved or simply loved and, and recognized and nurtured and honored. There's no fix or repair. We're perfect, whole, and complete, but there's a progressive actualization and resolution that we're called for, that we're invited to do by simply witnessing ourselves, witnessing ourselves, remembering we're nothing but a field of energy, and then allowing the softening, the surrendering of that narrative story, allowing the emotions to flow, allowing the cognitive patterns to kind of dissolve as we question, how do I know what I know? It expands how we know what we know because every question is answered by a resolution. The solution is always there. Everything is created on both ends of the spectrum at all times. The union and the manifestation, there's always a return to resolve that pattern in all of creation. I'm gonna pause. Any questions? How you guys feeling? Yeah, no questions? Come on. There's something brewing. Nothing at all. Tell me how you're feeling. Yeah. 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 Wonderful. Anyone else kind of getting visuals or sensations? Yeah. So that's really tapping into that vibrational field. Lean into that. So as you're breathing, really lean into that. Because see, in groups, thank you so much for that. In groups, we're able to harness a collective vibration with our heart space, with our heart center. And for those listening later on podcasts, they're still part of this community and this energy because time and space don't exist. So we can actually invite them in, any future listeners, to be a part of this collective resonance and energy. It's nothing but a hologram. You guys getting some trippy time jumping, timeline jumping, like how did I get here, I don't know, or I was just thinking that and here I am, and you guys feeling that, right? Because see, now there's a collapse of the continuum because there's a recognition that we can put our point of consciousness anywhere in the field of energy. We could drop right in and experience a so-called past life, a concurrent lifetime, 
Many of you might be getting a lot of information from different aspects of yourself. You're like, ooh, I was a badass warrior. And then you can go, ooh, I want to integrate more of that essence. So right now, we're able to pull the essence of all these different aspects of us, which is all one energy anyway. It's all us anyway. So now you get to choose what patterns you want to invoke, what characteristics. How do you want to be in the world? You can literally reset it. Great question. So the question is, how do you let go of the pollution? That energy that you might be feeling that doesn't serve you anymore. So for me, I'll describe how I do it. There's many different methods and modalities. As an energy intuitive, as a Reiki master, the first thing I'm doing when I'm getting quiet and still or just in the flow of day to day, I start to feel where the energy is in my field. Sometimes it'll be so solid, it's in my body, and I might have a really tight muscle for like 10 years, you know, that won't quite dissipate. So when you start to notice, like for me, I'll feel it in my body, or I'll notice it with a, a way that I can't quite breathe all the way. Hi. No, you're fine. Thank you. You might notice it in your breath when you're breathing in, that something just doesn't flow all the way. So the first thing is really, for me, just the self-awareness of how does that energy show up for me? And everyone's going to be a little different. Some people might see it as a color. Some people might feel it as an object. Some people may not feel it in their body at all, but it's just a knowing that, ooh, there's something ready to shake off. So the key is to become self-aware with how you process energy and information. Again, we're all wired differently. I call it energetic pedigree based on our DNA ancestry and where we might be from in the cosmic realms as well. We each are wired differently. So find out how you feel that energy, and then once it's identified, the identification of it is step one. How do you identify it? And then the transmutation of it becomes a modality of choice for you. Some people can journal it out. And once the cognition of it is recognized, it's done. Like when I started awakening, I did a lot of journaling, and I'm like, wow, that's a lot of noise. And that voice in the head became quieter and quieter as I gave it the space to be recognized. That energy started to transmute, but I had to be willing to sit down and write it all out. And then energy work in many different forms can be helpful. Vibrational sound healing. With us today, may I call you out? Danielle Hall, an amazing sound healer here in Atlanta and also on the West Coast. Check out her stuff. If you want a deep, intensive vibration or sound is the deepest form of touch. Right, because it's altering the frequency of the cells themselves all the way down to the DNA and every light particle. So it's a great way to repattern and release energy. So sound, Reiki, hands-on touch, EFT, emotional freedom technique, acupuncture, acupressure, whatever floats your boat, crystals, aromatherapy, whatever alters the form and lessens that form, that information in your field back to essence. Remember, it's all light particles. So how you want to engage those light particles is up to you. Jumping around can sometimes help. Dancing, laughter, movement, yoga, yoga, an ion. The answer is right there. It's designed to get us back to that core resonance, that source resonance. So find out, identify it, and see how you can transmute energy. And some issues might have different ways of releasing. Sometimes talk therapy is what we need. 
Sometimes hypnosis will do a deep reset and you're a new person. It all depends. Does that answer your question? Absolutely. Being outside, I think, is one of the biggest ways to transmute energy. Nature knows how to nurture, and it will automatically repattern the energy. Every tree is willing to accept what we're ready to release. Hugging a tree or putting your hand on a tree, like for me, that became a really big way to discharge a lot of energy at once because they're designed to transmute that energy. They root it down and then transmute it back into cosmic essence. So remembering that everything is essence allows us not to have that holding on. Now's the time not to resist that flow anymore. When we go with the flow, there's not this stress. What is stress? It's resistance. It's in the physics books. It's just resistance. Resistance to what is our natural vibration and our pulsation and our flow. We're meant to let it go, but it's the cognition patterns that keep regurgitating, that keep it entrenched. And then life is the same every day. So even creating one small shift and change without any self-judgment or criticism is really key because when we judge it, there's an emotional charge, a very deep emotional charge that will then actually create greater form to that limiting belief. And then we can't manifest what we're seeking to manifest because our frequency just stepped down a notch even though we were trying to raise it up a notch. So don't make it hard. It's meant to be a letting go and a release, a surrender into the flow. Any other questions coming up? Any comments, observations? It's a quiet group. Yeah, absolutely. Can you speak more on, you were saying um, that whatever in your mind, your, the people in your life are a mirror or a reflection of that. So if you have like that subconscious belief, like you just said, that I'm not good enough or whatever, um, is that presented in other people? And so how do you clear is it the same process as clearing that out, or is it just something you just keep doing over and over again until you get it? That's a great question. Um, so the question is, you know, we were talking about restoring our unique vibrational capacity and flow by letting go of distortions that no longer serve us. What happens when we're seeing that projection within someone else in our life? Like, you can't just, like, slap them upside the head and hope they change, right? And that, that resets you even though sometimes that's what we do. You know we do that. Because we don't want to own that's us creating that manifestation of that pattern in someone else. And I think that's one of the deep things that I'm realizing in my life, that it's all a projection. And so how do we transmute that? Is to number one, for me, recognize the accountability of, oh, why is that showing up? What in me is invoking that? What is the invocation of that pattern for me to recognize in myself? What is wanting to be seen or resolved? Or what can I let go of in terms of righteousness, in terms of wanting to be seen or be heard? Often those are deeper things too that show up and they keep showing up in everyone in our lives. And we're wondering, God, you just don't get me. Or how come you just can't love me? Or I love you, why'd you leave me? And so as these patterns show up, it's a way to really go into that space of reflection, reflect ion, and say the outward is a mirror of the inward. Now the transmutation of that becomes a mind game. For me it became, what am I thinking that's invoking this? What in me has this pattern showing up? And how can I then just gently alter it and not judge myself? But how can I gently alter it and then notice what happens? So it almost becomes an experimentation of maybe I think a different thought. Maybe I don't have that reaction. You see, when we're patterned, 
We're constantly in reaction mode versus thoughtful response mode. So when we're in reaction mode, it's the same script, back and forth and back and forth. And that's why I call my company's unscripted way is that we're becoming self-authoring once again, recognizing as we clean up our own thinking and our own vibrational field, we'll notice more flow and peace in our relationships. So it's an, it's an opportunity to turn inward. And what in me is creating this resistance? And then how can I offer compassion and empathy to the other to actually discharge that emotion that may exist? And then we don't have that karmic tension, the tension of energy that gets created with all those in our lives when something is disharmonious. It's all vibration, right? So think of it as you're orchestrating the energy in your life. And when something doesn't resonate with you outside of you, what in you is creating and inviting that distortion as a, almost like a reparation. It's a repair of filling a hole that we have. And sometimes it's a simple recognition and sometimes it's just self-love and empathy and sometimes it's just letting it be. Sometimes it's just letting it be because we might be playing a spiritual contract with the other person and so we're in that script to maybe play victim and they play perpetrator in this particular script. Sometimes it's flipped the other way. So when we start to soften and surrender into it with non-judgment and coming from a place of love, but self-love first, it doesn't mean that we advocate for negative behavior. In fact, in that self-love space, we may have the opportunity to start creating different ways of how we interact with ourselves and all those in our lives, where we create loving patterns, so-called boundaries, if you will. I would say it's an impression of energy. Here's how I seek to be treated. So laying down the foundation, the founded eye on the foundational values of who makes you you. What do you stand for? So maybe in this evolution now, it's an opportunity for us to come back to our core values because when we're resonating in our foundational aspects and element, that's the energy that's going to show up more and more in our lives. Many of you have noticed there's been people probably dissolving away in your life because you just weren't vibing with them or they weren't vibing with you. You guys having that? A lot of relationship shifts in the last couple of years. New people coming in, a lot of people moving out. And when you go with the flow and you surrender into it, it actually feels quite relieving, right? So, does that make sense? Thanks for the question. Was there another question over here? Response mode. Stop being in reaction and start being in response mode. Because, you know, when we get triggered, man, getting triggered is the best thing. I have a master's in conflict, and that was like one of the main things I realized is when we get tripped up and something's like just got us, even if it's some cutting us off in traffic and we get triggered in that moment, there's a belief that just got instantiated. And it's like, ding, 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 you're triggered. Let's see what's there. What emotion are you feeling? And then, more importantly, what thought, what belief is operating in that moment so that we can intercept? There's an interception of that reaction, and we get to go, ooh, I could do something different here because I just caught it in that moment. In that present moment, I can now intercept where I would normally do da-da-da or say da-da-da. I'm going to hang back a second and see what happens because then the scripts that we have with other people, we just pulled a thread out of that tapestry, and we're like, mm-hmm. 
What you going to do now? Because we're not responding in the same way. We're not reacting in the same way, but we can choose now a thoughtful response. And we actually unscript and we create a new flow, a new pattern in that relationship. So it creates some tension and disruption when we're no longer acting the way we did before because we're no longer predictable and it causes a stir on the other side. You guys change and then people are like, why? What's wrong with you? You don't fit with me anymore. Good, good, because now I'm ready to evolve and I want to change things up for myself. And so there becomes a tension during that resolution phase, but often it will stabilize when the other person either moves on or uplifts and shifts themselves. So we're living now in this realm of interdimensionality where we have our interior experience. We're communicating that, communicate ion of information in the external projected world. And now we can transcend that to understand that everything is just a holographic impression of our cognitive patterns charged by our emotions. So now we're transcending our individuality to go, ooh, I'm in a collective field of energy and what I'm bringing to this space and to this room is affecting everyone else because our energy fields, this intelligent energy is exchanging information. So as we begin to shift and change, it causes a disruption. It's a ripple, like we throw a little pebble. We drop a little pebble by not reacting. And in that not reacting but responding or not acting at all, which is still in action, it's creating a new resonance in the field and then the intelligence of that multi-dimensional field of energy goes, oh, you did something different. And the ones and zeros patterning has to reshuffle. The matrix goes, wait a minute, the algorithm, it has the word rhythm, the algorithm no longer works. This person just changed the game on me. And so that collective field of energy goes, what are we gonna do now? They don't, they're not operating how they used to. So then a new person comes along in your life and you're like, we jam a lot better than the one I just let go of. Or, hey, mom doesn't bother me like she used to because now I just love her who, for who she is. She has her cognitive patterns and I got mine and she has her narrative and I got mine and I don't have to judge it because it's all light anyway. It's meaningless until we put the meaning in it based on our thinking. It's so simple that we disrupt the natural flow of what this divine intelligence is already giving us. We're in the flow, it's what's resisting the flow that we have to awaken to. And once we awaken to it, we can let it go because it's all light particles. What else? What other questions? Yeah, Joey. So the very first question back, the very first question back there I'm vibrating with, and I, I get the whole thing with the driving and the traffic and I feel like I've moved up above that and in my metaphorical world, it's the plastic in the ocean that stays. So I go into meditation and I find myself allowing it to drift away, but then when I come back to this illusion of reality, the plastic is still there. So, and it feels like it clogs me in this area of my body. And what I wanna do is figure out a way to I'm one with it? I mean, I'm with you all the way, but that piece I'm struggling with. So if I'm understanding, Joey, you're talking about that resonance that you feel of the so-called plastic in the ocean, the resonance in your body that still exists after you've transcended it, perhaps in meditation, you step out of it, 
But then you come back in and you're like, oh, there it is again. Well, it's still there. The plastic in the ocean, if we look at it in reality, it's still there. So there's something either I'm missing or we as a world are missing or, but I feel it clogged in me. And what I'm trying to figure out is how to get it out of me, even though it's still there. Absolutely. So plastic in the oceans, great example of a complex problem that we have as a civilization, right? If you're taking it from an actual example. So then how do we start solving these complex issues as we each individually awaken? How do we tackle now these big issues that keep us feeling a little unsettled because we can't just meditate it away? So then imagine that every cell now of this human body, each of us become resonant with our individual divinity, our divine capacity of self-expression, our capacity to resolve for the resolution of all these questions and challenges that have been created by yesterday's thinking. So Einstein said today's problems cannot be solved with the same level of thinking that created the problems. It's time for an uplift in consciousness, right? So we have to level up our consciousness. So through meditation, now you're feeling the connection with this problem. You see, we've been so saturated that we've been turning off our empathy. Just out of survival, many of us as intuitives, as sensitives, as human beings, have had to turn down how we feel suffering. Because there's so much suffering in our own lives and on the planet, we couldn't survive, many of us, if we allowed that suffering in. And so as we meditate and we feel that core alignment, when we come out of it, we're feeling this collective energy that is waiting to be resolved, resolved. So then the accountability of each of us now resonating at our optimal capacity will have and create an evolutionary jump where plastics in the ocean, I promise you the solutions are already there, but there are structures in place impeding the rollout of those solutions. But as we all uplift and we come together, we harmonize as a collective humanity, we may transcend. I wouldn't even use overturn because the structures in place are things we created as humans. So now we have an opportunity to stand up new structures to allow the innovation, the innovate ion, which is a natural birth of self-actualization, we're constantly innovating, we're co-creators, we can't stop creating. And so the resolution of these deeper issues as a society will naturally, I promise you, naturally harmonize. I have a background in organizational change and I know that we can steer large ships, we can steer the earth into a, a harmonized direction when each of us wake up and we embrace the suffering so we feel the resonance and we go, Something's got to change. That change starts here. And now as I'm resonating in my fullest capacity, we come together as a human organism singing our songs. And then the shift in evolution will happen because it's like now two cells. Imagine your body is a whole cacophony, this beautiful orchestration of all these unique cells. And then you're like, I'm an animated human being from these vibrational cells. If each of us are cells in the human civilization, that collective body, and we are no longer a cancer 
or we're not ill and we're rolling out the technologies that exist to have us living our purest, healthiest version of ourselves, that purest vitality, where we're a clear channel for that source, that core vibration, innovation will naturally flourish because we're operating as a collective civilization by still honoring that unique divinity and expression within each of us. So the, the solutions to me are already there. And once we hit this shift of collective consciousness, when we hit that pivot point of enough awaken, the solutions will naturally flow through every, all 12 facets of society, the infrastructure, the spirituality, the health, the education, the governance, all the structures, the 12 pillars of society can be transformed in a, I'd say within as quickly as five years, maybe 10 at most, if we're a little slow. Yeah. Um, you talked a little bit about discharging energy. Um, can you talk a little bit about recharging or how to answer depletion? Absolutely. Great question. So we talked about depletion of energy and saturation. How can we talk about, and releasing energy, how can we talk about recharging energy? Great question. So look at the word resource. We all come from one source vibration, right? Find what resources you back to that core resonance. Nature, cooking, being outside, playing with your kids, meditation, crystals, essences, whatever creates more alignment within you. Whatever creates more alignment within you is a way to resource. Taking a salt bath is a way to resource. Taking a retreat and a vacation, vacate ion, just like let go of all your particles of energy and just chill. Relax at ion. Relaxation is a way to resource and restore. You want to imagine repatterning your energy field back to its original core blueprint. So that pollution in the field can be reset when we go, oh, there's an origination blueprint. There's this divine expressive blueprint that is me. Let me find the modalities of self-nurturance and comfort. Like, let me just be comfortable. And when I'm comfortable, I love myself. And then I can resonate in my purest form. And I feel resourced. I feel recalibrated, recharged, resonant, rejuvenated, rejuvenated ion. Find the restoration points for you and integrate it into your daily, your weekly, your monthly life. Like self-love and the capacity to feel that alignment is, to me, our number one priority. Because then we're flowing differently. We're not projecting our stuff on other people as much and we're still gonna have disruptions and distortions. Conflict is a wonderful thing because conflict bumps us against the co-creative capacity, because new information is coming through that's not fitting our algorithms. And we have then an opportunity to soften into conflict and say, oh, this is a game of consciousness. How do I harmonize and integrate this information instead of judging it or resisting it? Resistance creates persistence because you're pushing energy and it's going to push right back. But when you flow with it, it transmutes it. And so that becomes the invitation as we begin to move forward, is embracing conflictual situations. If you don't like that word, just see it as diversity. Diversity is new information. There's going to be much more because, remember, we're expanding now the frequency and all the different configurations and manifestations that are begun, 
becoming available, all these new innovations and technologies and conversations that we're going to be having in different self-expressive ways in this now expanded keyboard that we're going to have available, that we are having available right now, is going to create greater contrast and greater experience for us to know how to harmonize and flow with that information so we don't hit that point of saturation and we become mindful on how to create that restorative space for each one of us to recalibrate and recenter so we can show up for one another and harmonize lovingly and compassionately and show up the best way that we can in that moment. We're going to fall out of alignment. We're human. So imagine you have the center point, the center of gravity, and you know when you're in that flow, in that zen state, and five minutes later, you're like, I'm out. I'm out. Something's got me frustrated. And then you go, okay, I'm frustrated. I know what going back in feels like. Now I, I, I have this new balance. And so that's the muscle that we're working on now, is really building that muscle of coming back to core resonance. And we're human. We're meant to ebb and flow, fall in and fall out. But now we know the rules of the game. We've been playing an arcade game this whole time and we forgot. We just need to step back and ask what the rules are. And now we have that capacity available to us to leverage and use as these powerful divine creators in human form. It's all essence generated now in this beautiful 3D form. But it's all essence to begin with. So we've got five minutes left. What, uh, what other questions? What else is on your mind? You all are so cool in the back. Thanks for standing. I appreciate it. I love your energy back there. Yes. Uh, what do you find as uh, indispensable daily practices or something that you practice daily? Thanks for asking. Indispensable daily practices. You know, for me, I've recognized um, reflection time where I can, I have a little perch, I have a balcony, and I get to see the city and the park, and I hear the birds, and I watch the dogs playing, and I have my coffee out there in the morning, and I love watching the sunset in the evening. Creating spaciousness in my day has been my number one thing, so I can sit back and just witness, and then witness my witnessing, and there becomes this appreciation, and this joy, and this beauty, and a just, life is so beautiful, but when we're in our own stuff, we forget just how beautiful we are. And so that moment of surrender, of just kind of tuning out the noise so that I can be in my own reflective space of observing and then thinking about what I'm observing and then appreciating it in a new way to elevate the perspective even to a higher level. Because, you know, when we're tapped in, all this intuitive information begins to flow. So for me, that space of observation, just pulling back and appreciating, all of a sudden, information just starts to flow through. And it's our, in that case, it's my unique expression, the information that I'm ready to receive and awaken. Because we're all wired the same in terms of energy. We all have the capacity. We have all the answers within us as an extension of source vibration. So once we surrender into it, the information we need shows up. So that's my number one practice, is that space of just reflection and observation, which then arises that sense of appreciation and love and just that, I know why I'm here, and I'm just here just to be. I'm here to experience. Today, what shall I create? Closing out the day, what do I appreciate about today? And some days I may not do that, 
And then the day does, goes a little wonky. And then the next day I say, I'm going back in. Anything else to close out? Yeah. That's a beautiful practice. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's a beautiful practice because you're honoring your self-time. There's the energy flow. You're letting it go. You're using, you're transmuting that energy with the water. It's going back to the earth. Like, that's a wonderful energy practice. Thank you so much for sharing that. And then you get to show up with your two-year-old as mommy's all centered. Let's go. You know, so you're avoiding that point of saturation by that nurturance and self-care. So you get to nurture this beautiful light being with your full presence and attention. So it starts with each and every one of us. Thank you for that. Guys, I'm out of time, but I'm happy afterwards to take any questions. You know, I'll hang out some. Um, how are you guys feeling? You good? Was this beneficial? Thank you so much for being here from my heart to yours. We're in this together, okay? There is hope for humanity. I have no doubt we can transcend all the news and noise that's going on right now is a disruption because we're reaching a new point of reorganization. It does start with each and every one of us. And that's why community becomes important. So we can share and we can grow and we can evolve together. If you're feeling that isolation, it might be time to, you know, maybe take some new action and create community. Show up to spaces like this. So I really commend you in being brave and bold, especially if this is your first time. Thank you again to the modern mystic. My heart just sings in this space, so thank you so much. And all of you, you can check me out at unscriptedway.com. It's Facebook, Unscripted Way. Um, you can read more about me and my, my story, uh, Voyage ATL. There's a great article that really goes through a little bit of my background. Um, but I would love to connect with you here and outside. So again, thank you so much for the opportunity to be here. And thank you for bringing your light. Thank you so much for listening to Sunday School at Modern Mystic Shop. Please subscribe to this podcast to get new content every Sunday. You can also follow us on Instagram at modernmystic underscore shop. Thank you so much and we will see you next Sunday.